Thank you for joining us this Friday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And today's message comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 86, and it's titled The Prayer of Dependence. You know, sometimes our relationship with God could be that of similar to a child to a parent or a sheep to a shepherd. We are dependent on him for life, for breath, for sustenance, for help in times of trouble, for love, for forgiveness, and for mercy. We may like to think of ourselves as being independent and self-sufficient, but we're not. We need God, you know. It's vital that we acknowledge our need for Him, because it's the beginning of our place in our relationship with Him. The psalmist will help us to give voice to our dependence on God as we read the word. Verse 1 of Psalms 86, Hear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, and I will devote to you. You are my God. Save your servant who trusts in you. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. You are forgiving and good, O Lord, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. In the day of trouble, I will call to you, for you will answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you. O Lord, no deed can compare to yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you. O Lord, they will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, O my Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is the love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths of the grave. The arrogant are attacking me, O God. A band of ruthless men seek to take my life, men without regards for you. But you, O Lord, are compassionate and gracious. You are slow to anger. You are abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Grant your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Give me a sign of your goodness that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. May the Lord add a blessing to his word. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of your word today. We ask, Lord, that you will give me strength, give me wisdom, and give me the knowledge that I need to bring the message forth, Lord, the way that you'd have it to be brought forth. And Lord, we just ask your blessing upon this. Amen, amen. So can you think of a time when you needed to rely on someone for emotional or physical support? What feelings did you have about depending on them for help? These are some questions that we could ponder today. But the psalmist tells us that God is there. He says in the beginning, Hear, O Lord and answer me. 
So he knew who to call in time of need. He says, for I am poor and needy. He was admitting that he could do nothing without him. He relied upon the Lord for his strength, for his sustenance, for help in times of trouble, for love, for forgiveness, for even mercy. He tells us, guard my heart and I will devote to you. You are my God and Savior servant who trusts in you. So that backs up verse 1. It says he puts his trust in who? He puts his trust in God. And he was asking him to save him, to save him from the enemies, to save him from himself. He asked him to guard his life and that he would devote, he would be devoted to him. And you know that we live in a world today when we should pray this prayer of dependence, asking the Lord to guard our life. That's who we place our trust in today. He talks about having mercy on him. And he says, Oh Lord, we see this mentioned throughout the verses, Oh Lord, because he's giving respect. He's giving praise. He said, For I call to you all the day long. The scripture tells us to pray without ceasing. And we live in a world where we don't pray enough, I think. You know, pray without ceasing sounds like an impossible task to do. But it, we can do it. We can pray. We can call upon him. Uh, bring joy to your servant. For you, O oh Lord, I lift up my soul. And we give 100% to God. He doesn't want 50%. He wants all of us today. And it brings joy to us and to God. So you're a forgiving God and a good God. I thank the Lord that he is forgiving. Because many of us, if we, we didn't have that forgiveness, where would we be today? But we have that hope that he forgives and he's a good God. So Lord, abound in love to all who call to you. And God is love today. And that's what it's all about. He wants to establish a relationship with us, that he can pour out his love upon us. And then we can turn and pour it out on others. We can show them that God is love. God is a God that we can place our trust in. He is a God that can answer us today. He says, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. And you know, I think about that today. Do we pray enough? Do we ask God to have mercy upon us? He said, in the day of trouble, I will call to you and you will answer me. And you ever notice when you get in trouble or into a situation, who's the first person we cry out to? We cry out to God. Even the sinners cry out to God. They don't repent, but they cry out to him. Say, why God, why me? Why is this happening? But he will answer us. It might not be the answer that we want or that we think we should have, but he will answer us. He will answer us in his timing. He says, among the gods, there is none like you. No deeds can compare to yours. And when we look at the gods around the world today that other people worship, in different cultures and religions, none of them can do the deeds that you did. None of them can do what Jesus did. 
when he, his earthly ministry, when he healed people, he raised the dead. All of that is his deeds. There's nothing they can do uh, compare with his. All the nations you have made will come and worship you before the Lord. They will bring glory to your name. And when we look around the world today, we wonder how many nations actually will uh, will come and worship before him and bring glory to his name. Sometimes we talk about God bless America or God bless this or God bless this nation. And you know, his people have to be right. The Bible tells us that all the nations um, will come and worship and there will be a day when every knee and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It says, for you are great and you do marvelous deeds and you alone are God. Only God can do the impossible, things that can make us just wonder. When he heals the sick, the lame can walk again. The many, many miracles that we hear. Verse 11 tells us, teach me your ways, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth and give me an undivided heart. An undivided heart could also be like a, a double-minded person because if your heart's being pulled in two ways or your mind, two different directions, it's divided. You can't walk in the ways of the Lord and walk in the ways of the world. It says, teach me your ways and I will walk in your truth. And we have the Bible today that we can look back and we can see the ways of the Lord. We can see the disciples and the many people throughout history that have walked with you. They've walked in your truth. They've walked in your will. It says that I may fear your name. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear in your name. And I wonder about this. You know, we can fear the Lord, but it's a fear that we humble ourselves before him, that we realize he's an awesome God. So I will praise you, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. Do we sing before the Lord? Do we give him praise today? Do we give him 100%? Do we glorify his name forever? One day when we get into, when we're in heaven, we will uh, glorify his name forever and ever and ever. It says, for your love is great towards me and you deliver me from the depths of the grave. He gives us the hope of eternity. It says, great is his love towards me. I think of John 3.16 when God says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in me shall not perish but have everlasting life. The greatest love story ever told in the Bible. Verse 14 tells us about the way of the world. The arrogant are attacking me, O God. A band of ruthless men seek my life. Men without regards for you. And we have many people today that don't have a regard for God. They have no respect for him. They will attack people. They're like these ruthless men that seek to take the life. You know, there are brothers and sisters around the world that are dying for the truth. They're being attacked. They're being beaten. They're being stoned, beheaded, whatever. 
It happens. But he says in verse 15, But you, O Lord, you are compassionate and gracious God. You are slow to anger and abiding in love and faithfulness. The Lord set the example here. He's compassionate. He's a gracious God. You know, sometimes we take God for granted, but he is a compassionate God. He's slow to anger, and he abides abounds in love and faithfulness. We can always count on him. He will never leave us or forsake us. He's slow to anger. Did Jesus get angry when he was on in his earthly ministry? Of course he did. I think of when the temple, when he overturned the tables and called it the den of thieves, he got angry. But it was an angry in the right direction. But it says you must abound in love and faithfulness. That's what he calls us today as Christians, to abound in love and faithfulness. It says in 16, Turn to me and have mercy on me and grant your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. And he was wanting mercy. Sometimes we need to be restored in him. We need to get strength. We need to be renewed, revived. He's asking for strength to the servant. 17 says, Give me a sign of your goodness that my enemies may see and be put to shame. You know, sometimes the way we act, what we say, what we do, these are signs, signs of your goodness, signs that you have mercy upon them, signs that you have compassion. All of these are examples that are set in motion. They give us a, a guide to go by. It says, For you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. When you call upon the Lord, he will help you. Like I said, it might not be exactly the way that we want it to be. I could tell you many stories of where the Lord helped me, where the Lord comforted me to comfort us. These are examples also as Christians. We can help people. We don't want to enable people, but we want to help them. We can comfort them in their time of loss also. So today I want to remind us that we have to have this prayer of dependence. We have to call out to the Lord, and we know that he will answer us. We have that. We need to place our trust in the Lord. He will have mercy on us, but we need to call upon him. We need to pray. We need to pray it through. He's a forgiving God, and he's good. And he loves all of us to call upon him. One day all the nations will bow down to him. Every tongue will confess. I think of the day when the eastern sky will crack open and the clouds be rolled back. And the Lord shall descend. It's coming a day when that will happen. Whether it be in my lifetime or in future lifetime, not my lifetime, but in the future. But it will happen, all in God's timing. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we ask, Lord, that you will give us a sense that we are needy people, 
that we need a God to depend upon. And Lord, even in our struggles, we can cast our cares upon you. We ask, Lord, that you'll remind us that when we call out to you, that you're there to answer us. We ask you, Lord, to guard our heart and life today. We ask, Lord, that you will save us, that we place our trust in you, not in things that we can see. Lord, you are a forgiving God. You're a God that's good. You're a God that does not live like the ways of the world. You're a God that shows us the ways of truth, the ways of life. Lord, we have a message of hope to give the world today. So, Lord, just like the relationship with you is like that of a child to a parent or a sheep to a shepherd, we need to depend upon you for our life, for the breath, for sustenance, for help in times of need, for love, for forgiveness, and finally for mercy. Lord, because without you, we cannot do anything. Sure, we can have accomplishments here on earth. We can have degrees and, and money and possessions. But Lord, that's not leaning upon you if we place our trust in them. Because they can all be gone tomorrow. So Lord, I ask your hand of mercy upon us, that you will help us, that you will comfort us, that you will strengthen us and help us to depend upon you today. If there be anybody that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, Lord, we pray somehow, some way, that you will uh, reach out, send someone across their path. They can say a word of encouragement, a word of hope, and that people can place their trust in you. Just like the psalmist wrote, Lord, have mercy on me. And Lord, you've had mercy on us. So Lord, we just ask for those that don't know you, that they will make a profession of faith, they will repent, they will be forgiven, and they will continue to run the race. Amen, amen. And thank you for joining us on Hope for today, this Friday afternoon. And we look forward to bringing you a message of hope and encouragement on this coming Monday. God bless. Have a good weekend. Pastor Doug Solomon.